they had put the microphone up on the podium, and he, because they weren't hearing him, so he was fiddling around with it, and he said, this darn thing won't work. And they also said, and also with you. <laughs> so, so that's how it felt like this. I like preaching the homily at the ordination of a deacon, and I hope to tell you why. Um, I think the Lord probably summed up the spirit of his ministry when he said, come unto me, all you that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Uh, Handel must have thought so, because that's the first thing we hear in Handel's Messiah. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people. Saith your God, saith your God. We, all the people claim to be prophetic need to hear that. Speak ye comfortingly to Jerusalem. Uh, kind of we live in a time where a prophetic word is a hateful word. When people say, I'm going to be prophetic today, you go, mm. but uh, most of the time, a prophetic word should be a comforting word. Speak ye comfortingly to Jerusalem. So that's consistent with what the Lord you know, said his ministry was about. Growing up as a child, and the first few years of my life, I was in southern West Virginia in coal country. We had a little church there where my parents moved to South America. I always remember that it's always catechized by music. And when I hear that Lord saying, come, come unto me, all you weary and heavy laden, I hear a song. We used to sing it all the time. Uh, Hear the blessed Savior calling the oppressed. To all you heavy laden, I will give you rest. Come no longer tarry, he your load will bear. Bring him every heartache, bring him every care. Come unto me, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Hear me and be blessed, for I am meek and lowly. Come and trust my might. Come, my yoke is easy and my burden's light. If that's the essence of the Lord's ministry, I think that suggests to us that the office of a deacon is the fundamental and most representative office of the Christian church. That's what the Lord seems to say on the night that he is betrayed. He takes a towel and he girds himself and gets a basin of water and he washes their feet. It is service. I probably am a convert to Anglicanism because with all the good stuff that I encountered in my life and other contexts, I began to see a terrible trend to where ministry became entitlement. And successful ministry became uh, nearly a kind of aristocracy. The Lord says to Peter, I'm going to wash your feet. And Peter says, no. He's in essence saying, this is not the kind of kingdom to which I wish to belong. 
The Lord says, if I can't wash your feet, you have no part in me. You don't get it. It's saying so much, I, I intended, I thought you were the guy, but you don't get this. You don't understand it. And so Peter says, well, then just throw the basin over all of me. I'm ready. The Lord said, no, you're now, now you're being melodramatic here. <laughs> we don't need all of that. Just understand what I'm talking to you about. I love the Apostle Peter. He's always bumbling in the right direction. Just fumbles around and makes mistakes. And it's like, what? And the Lord said, yeah, you'll do. Isn't that interesting? Not the polished and, you know, the most eloquent or the best kind of fit. Like, get, get, get the Mr. Magoo guy here. He's, a, he's, he's the one that will work. And I think it's because uh, this this uh, kind of fumbling and bumbling leaves one uh, knowing one's own need for, for grace. So I was telling Krista earlier, you will always feel overwhelmed and inadequate. God's peace be with you on that. <laughs> but it, it's true, it's true. Because if, 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 as we claim, we are dealing with eternal things, and we are speaking as the oracles of God of something from beyond ourselves and from beyond this time and place, we will never get it right. I am always suspicious of those theologies in the church that dot every I, cross every T, and there is no place even for a needle to stick in between all the points. It is airtight and complete. That's not the world we live in. It is a world of uh, fumbling around sometimes. There's things of which we're certain about. And we, we put them down, you know, so we can say them together. But it kind of leaks out of our heads. The deacons, the deacons watch us stumble and care for us. I learned this. I was pastoring a large church in Phoenix, many thousands of people, and my wife had a brain aneurysm. And um, for 10 days, she was in a coma. We didn't know how she would emerge from that. And many months then of rehab and all that. And I, we had wonderful doctors, absolutely wonderful doctors. And I appreciate them and their skills, surgeons and all that. But it was, the, it was the nurses that knew when my wife was in need. I remember one time the doctor came in and was going to do some procedure. And the nurse said, Doctor, she's having a secondary stroke. She was unconscious. I didn't see any difference. The doctor says, are you sure? She said, she said yeah, I'm pretty sure. And he said, wheel her out. Check it out. Check it out. And so when they left with my wife on the gurney, the doctor said, nurse voodoo. <laughs> nurse voodoo, yeah. He said, you learn to trust it. 
So I told the nurse later that. She said, yeah, he's about the only one. <laughs> but uh, like some, some of them do. But I think that's, that, is, that, is the, that is where I learned what a deacon is. The deacons are the nurses of the church. They intuit when something's off. Not only with the people, but with the clergy. We, the deacon doesn't just serve the church, just serve the priest and setting up the table, and they're not, they're not just kind of the gophers of the church. The deacons sometimes know when something's off. So I'll conclude with this. A, um, when I, as I was pastoring the church, I had a troubled church, and it was well known in the city. And uh, and I, I was losing my way, and my own spiritual life was getting very thin, and I was really ready to crash through. And there was a deacon that said to me, "You're going to hurt us all." With tears. Please go get help. Here's a card. It's a psychologist. I called. My life was changed. The Lord sent me help and rescued me. So this is this is what the Lord does in giving us these orders of ministry. We learn to trust them, the intuition, the godly intuition. To all you deacons, remember that you have spiritual gifts, but you have to, like Timothy, fan them into flame. They don't just emerge spontaneously. And you will always mistrust it, as you should, but you should always give it voice. So Jeremiah says, I can't do this. I'm just a kid. I don't have enough preparation. I'm incapable. Right, God says, right. Stop saying that. Just do your work. You look through these readings today, and that's what they're all saying. Nope, I'm not. I'm stumbling. I can't. Right. right. We have this treasure in an earthen vessel that the glory may be of God and not of us. Amen. Amen.